Hi, this is Stephen Ambrose, Senior Pastor at Wapak Naz. I want to welcome you to the Wapak Naz podcast. We hope and pray that this message goes deep into your DNA, is encouraging, relevant to your life, a means for you to engage with God and experience His love, and moves you to impact your world. We at Wapak Naz believe firmly that you matter to God. We are glad that you are taking the risk to engage with Him today. Wapak Naz is love people, loving people to Jesus, and it takes people to partner with us to be on mission and bring this message to our community, the region, and the world. If you would like to financially partner with Wapak Naz to love people to Jesus, join us by going to our website at wapaknaz.org and becoming a financial partner. We thank you, we pray for you, we love you, and enjoy the message. I have some scriptures on the on the screen as we go forward, but I... If you have your Bibles or if you have the Pew Bible in front of you, um, kind of switching it up just on the front end here, I'd ask that you open up to Mark, Mark chapter, Mark chapter 10. Uh, actually, Mark chapter 9, and then we'll jump over to Mark chapter 10. Mark chapter 9, New Testament, Matthew, Mark, Luke, Matthew, Mark, um, it's kind of the back end of the Bible. In your pew Bible, if you have your phone, it's a whole lot easier to find it. Um, Mark chapter 9, verse 33. They came to Capernaum, they, the disciples, and Jesus. When he, Jesus, was in the house, he asked them, What were you arguing about on the road? But they kept quiet because on the way they had argued about who was the greatest. Verse 35, it says, Sitting down, Jesus called the twelve and said, and this is where I want us to, to focus in on, If anyone wants to be first, he must be the very last and the servant of all. Flip your Bible over to uh, Mark chapter 10, just a couple pages to the right, and you're going to jump right into verse 43. And these are the words of Jesus. Instead, whoever wants to become great among you must be your servant. And whoever wants to be the first must be slave of all. For even the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve and to give his life as a ransom for many. And you were included in the many. Heavenly Father, speak today. And may we be obedient to what you speak. It's in your name we ask, Jesus. Amen. My Friday um, started off with a, a happy Friday text that, that I shot to my brother and my sister in honor of my mom. Two years ago, my mom started to do a happy Friday text to all us kids. And so after she had passed, we kind of picked up the torch. And any one of us will send a happy Friday text. So sent a happy Friday text uh, with Snoop Dogg doing a little thing and, um, and uh, saying happy Friday. And uh, my Friday started out with a happy Friday, yay, right? Because it's Friday. It's a slow day. My morning was slow. It was my day off, and I was just enjoying it. And my wife was about ready to head out of the house with a hammock uh, to the park behind our store and our house with a book. She was going to relax. Her mind was set on relaxing. And then, boom, our lights flickered. Then boom, our lights flickered, and I was like, what in the world? So I got out onto the fire escape, and boom, there it goes again. 
And this power substation was just this electric fire happening. And it was like 4th of July in April. It was so awesome. It was quite a show. And I'm just watching the electric fire and hearing the arcing from the transformers, this stored energy now just unleashed, causing havoc in Wapakoneta. It was cool. You might not have thought so because you probably lost power, but we didn't. We were good. But for most of the teenagers and and the young adults in the room, what's power without internet? Exactly. Our internet was cut off. And so, Happy Friday went to Freaky Friday. As I was enjoying the booms and the electric fire and all the frantic people, my wife and our staff come out the, the door to the deck and, what's that going on? It's like, check it out, it's really cool. Well, we don't have any internet. It's like, that's not a good thing when you're trying to run a business because you can't do any transactions with the credit card machine. And for our customers, they really like to put in their phone number for the rewards. And it gets really, really uneasy when they don't get to put their numbers in for their rewards. (laughs) Thanks, Brittany. The free coffee, right? So it became a freaky Friday, and it went a little frantic for a moment. As town was kind of without power, and it was going all the way down Bell Fountain Street, and I'm sitting up up on our, our deck just enjoying, like, man, this is the coolest thing ever. I kind of felt like, uh, who was it, Edison, when he was in his late 70s watching his whole factory go up in flames, and they're like, what are you going to do now? It's never too late to start over. It was just really, really cool. Sirens going off, and it got a little bit uneasy in the community for a bit. Finally, things started to die down. Power was restored. Internet was restored. And then about an hour and a half later, I'm standing at the police department having a conversation with Chief, and I realized that I missed a phone call from my wife that had a subsequent voicemail that also had a text message emergency please call my wife is so sweet even in a crisis I mean it's great she's like I gotta I gotta I gotta call my wife hello I have been dealing with a clogged drain for the last 45 minutes and we have a leak in the basement can you please come home absolutely got my car I'm praying as I'm going it's like Lord help us figure this out because this is not good This on top of many other equipment issues that we have dealt with in the last several weeks. Just a couple weeks before Easter, um, our, what happened? I don't even remember. You don't know either, so I can't ask you. But something (laughs) happened. The espresso machine went down, and we needed to get it fixed, like ASAP. And then just during the last couple days of Easter, when high traffic people coming in the store the espresso grind machine there was a part that never ever breaks broke right in the middle of high traffic 
So now one side of the espresso uh, grinder is down. We have to switch things around in the middle of people ordering drinks. And now a clogged drain plus a leaky sink that needs unleaked. I don't even know if that's a word, but I made it up and there it is. It's good, right? So I come to the frantic Friday where my wife has already started to snake the drain and try to unclog the drain because grinds have been in the drain and it now is old grinds and it doesn't smell really good. The doors are open and we go to work. And for 45 minutes, I'm trying to unclog the drain and do all kinds of things. And then I got smart. I ain't smart, trust me. You'll see here in a moment. I took the shop vac and I was kind of sucking out the water and I thought, hey, let's do reverse. Exactly. Don't do that. <laughs> so right under the counter, I go reverse and whoom, coffee grind sludge all over me, all over the under counter. Still got a clogged drain. And I look at my wife and you can just read her expression. I won't. <laughs> no, I won't say that. <laughs> you can just see the stress on her face and just the compounded effect of, of issues over the several past several weeks. And so we went ahead and cleaned up the mess and we did what you don't want to do on a Friday after 5 o'clock, call the plumber. And so we cleaned ourselves up and came down, waited on the plumber. The plumber came in in like 15 minutes. Good drain, ready to go. He was out. I kid you not. No more than 15 minutes later after the plumber left, the ice machine froze, and not in a good way. <laughs> So, happy Friday, <laughs> freaky Friday to frantic Friday, just to, oh, really, is this really happening? I'm sure you don't have days like that. So, for the next several hours, we tried to work the problem, tried to figure it out ourselves, cleaned out the ice machine, and we're hoping, man, this isn't working, and so we called in the manager who has this amazing gift at, at, at machine, mechanical engineering, and he just knows how to fix stuff, and finally, after hours of working at about nine o'clock we have the first ice that falls but we're still not sure if that's going to sustain right <sighs> frantic friday freaky friday for many of us it's the norm right after all the chaos 9 30 trying to work problems for the last seven hours, seven and a half hours, trying to unclog drains and figure things out. And our, our teams were, team was a rock star team. Chaos is behind us and I began to reflect on the day. And I was brutally reminded <laughs> of our dangerous prayers that we pray and hear periodically on Sunday mornings and, and some of the personal prayers that that I pray that have actually filtered into our Sundays like God expand my capacity to lead expand my capacity to influence in our community uh, expand our hearts to grow uh, to love our neighbor uh, to love ourself to, to love you mature our heart 
And then it happened, and I had this brutal reality that set in. This is an answer to your prayers. Y'all were given rubber bands when you entered the building today. <laughs> and you were probably wondering what in the world is going on. Don't worry, we've got a bunch of papers that we're going to ask that you wrap and put together, and we need all of you to bind them. No, I'm kidding. So I'd ask that you pull out that rubber band and just let it sit in your hand for a second. This is the brutal thought and reality that I had while I was reflecting on the day. The rubber band right here, it was designed for a specific purpose, just like you and I. We're all designed for a very specific purpose in our life. However, sitting in your hand, the rubber band doesn't really do much, does it? It's kind of like you and I on Sunday mornings when we pray dangerous prayers over our kids and over ourselves. That's us, right in the hand, right? I will take you back to physics class in high school that, just mind you, I dropped out because I wasn't that good. <laughs> I just wasn't. But now I'd ask that you take that rubber band and put it between two of your fingers and just exert some, some stretching to the rubber band. What you have just done is you inserted potential energy into the rubber band. Potential energy, right? Potential energy. <laughs> uh, that was Friday. Um, we have just asserted potential energy. Potential energy is stored energy. Essentially like the power substation that has stored energy within it. And what just happened on Friday? Boom! That stored energy was released. This rubber band, you exerted potential energy, which means that there is energy within the rubber band that has potential to go into kinetic energy, motion. Here's the brutal reality that set in when I was reflecting on my day. <laughs> I love it. Man, we have a good time here, don't we? Oh, my goodness. This isn't like church in anywhere else. I can tell you that right now more chaotic than anything isn't it but uh when you exert that potential energy it, it 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 provides an opportunity for kinetic for there to be motion that happens when we're praying like this um we're asking god to do these things in our life to expand our heart capacity like the grinch that his heart grew three sizes bigger right we want God to do that in our life. But we fail to realize that there are circumstances in our life like Freaky and Frantic Fridays that stretch our life, right? Now, I'd like for you to do thumb exercises or finger exercises with your rubber band. If you can, expand and contract your rubber band for a moment. That is somewhat the rhythm of life. But like I'd like for you to do is expand that rubber band as far as you can go but please don't break it if the rubber band like you is expanded for any length of time and there is little comeback little contraction guess what's going to happen we're going to break the rubber band but if there's a rhythm in the expansion and the contraction right that's the that 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 works us 
Kenny thought we were going to shoot people with our rubber bands today. Well, like kids, we... <laughs> um, I have now inserted potential energy into my rubber band. And I have the ability to now transition that potential energy to kinetic. And there it went. It launched. It went into motion while other objects were remaining still. Folks, I'll let you shoot those a little later. <laughs> um, what we need to understand is that when we pray things to the Lord, there are circumstances in our life that are to exert its stress on us, its pressure on us, so that we can expand on the inside. If we don't allow those circumstances to do the work that they're designed to do in our life, we will remain without any potential energy in our life. We will no longer be designed for the kinetic movement that we are designed. Your body is designed literally to move from fingers to hips to arms to hips to toes, to knees. You were designed for movement. The early church. There's a moment in the early church where the rubber band was stretched because of good things were happening. Good things were happening. People were hearing the gospel message, and the gospel message is very simple, that Jesus Christ of Nazareth is the son of God who was crucified on the cross died for our sins uh, as humanity and us individually personally and that three days later which Matthew just reminded us of Easter right every Sunday we celebrate the resurrection on on Easter Sunday Jesus Christ rose from the dead conquered death conquered sin and and once that in our life that's the gospel that we can have a relationship with our creator, our designer. So that message was getting out, and the early church was expanding daily. People were coming to Jesus Christ, and their life was radically transformed. And they came to a moment where their capacities were stretched way far. The capacity of the leadership and what was happening was there were widows in the church, in the community of Jerusalem, that were being overlooked at the distribution of food. And this had a potential problem because in this moment, and you can find this story in Acts chapter 6, in this moment, the particular group of widows that were being overlooked were Grecian widows, while the Hebraic widows were being fed so here we have a potentially racial divide that's happening in a church that is unified and growing and expanding and and that's not the early, that's not the early church that's not today's church there should be no racial racial divide within 
And so we have the 12 disciples, 11 of those who had been with Jesus Christ as he was ministering um, and post-resurrection and sat with Jesus. And then we also have Matthias who entered the picture in Acts chapter 1, the back end. And they said, this, is, this isn't good. And so they called the church, all the people, men and women and children together. And we find in Acts chapter 6, verse 3 and 4, it says, Brothers and sisters, we see that, it's brothers and sisters, choose seven men. Choose seven men from among you who are known to be full of the Holy Spirit and wisdom. I put the dumb in wisdom at the shop. <laughs> um, full of, of the Holy Spirit and wisdom, and we will turn this responsibility over to them and we'll give our attention to prayer and to ministry of the word. We have 12 individuals who are leading the church who are about to break. And as they're about to break, there's an issue that comes to the forefront and that issue needs to be resolved. So what do they decide to do is they say, hmm, let's find some people fully capable of the Holy Spirit, fully capable, who have wisdom, have shown themselves to have wisdom and full of the Holy Spirit. And let's allow them to move from this to expand their own capacity with some responsibility so that we can minister through the word and can pray. Now, it's not that they didn't do other things. They did, and so do we. But it reminds me of the moment of Moses was right here. It was very late in his life, but early in his ministry. He had just pulled uh, the people out of Israel. They had just been delivered, and they're in the desert. And he has a conversation with his father-in-law. Now, I don't know how many son-in-laws listen to their father-in-law. I think Moses was the first and probably the last. I don't know. But his father-in-law, Jethro, noticed a problem with Moses. Moses was overextended. And Moses was about to break. Because Moses was dealing with all the situation with his people. And we're, we're not talking just like a couple hundred people. We're talking hundreds of thousands of people. And this is what Moses' father-in-law, Jethro, said. What, are you do, what you are doing is not good. And you and these people who come to you will only wear yourselves out. The work is too heavy for you. You cannot handle it alone. Listen now to me, and I will give you some advice. You must be the people's representative before God and bring their disputes to him. Teach them the decrees and the laws and show them the way to live and the duties that they are to perform. And he continues, but select capable men, capable people from all the people who fear God. Kind of sounds a little bit like Acts chapter 6. Here's some qualifications. Who fear God, who trust worthy men, who hate dishonest gain, and appoint them as officials over thousands, hundreds, fifties, and tens. That will make your load lighter because they will share it with you. If you do this, and God so commands, you will be able to stand the strain. 
and all these people will go home satisfied. That's really important, right? Because when things get overlooked and people can't put in their phone number for their rewards program, unsatisfied. So why are we talking about capacity? Because all of us, no matter how old or how young we are, we don't realize our capacity for growth, for love, for leadership, for influence. And those moments that insert potential energy are those moments that expand that capacity that move us a lot further than we ever thought we could go before if we don't lean into those moments of stress those moments of pressure then we'll break but when we lean into them and let them do the work potential energy can move into kinetic energy and things explosive can happen in your life and the lives of others now back to physics class just for a moment don't mean to bore you with physics but just for a moment potential energy is never transferable kinetic energy Energy in motion, guess what? That's transferable. What does that mean? Bring it to earth, Ambrose. I know. Is that when you allow the circumstances to do the work in your life, to stretch you and expand your capacity, and they propel you beyond where you are, guess what happens? Motion starts to happen around you, and people pick up on that. See, Jesus understood very clearly. He understood that we can insert both potential and kinetic energy in our life at the very same time. And we don't have to wait for stressful circumstances. He actually said, as we read on the front end of this morning, If anyone wants to be first, he must be very last and servant of all. Whoever wants to become great amongst you, he doesn't chastise ambition, by the way. It's ambition coupled with humility that's really important. But whoever wants to become great among you must be your servant, and whoever wants to be first must be slave of all. For even the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve and to give his life as a ransom. Jesus Christ on the cross was actually both potential and kinetic energy at the same time because he laid himself down as servant for all and he gave his life up when he was in the upper room with his 12 before the dinner he got up from the reclining put on that outer portion and began to wash the feet of all of his disciples including Judas the betrayer When all was said and done, Jesus got back to his spot 
used that moment as a teachable moment and essentially told his disciples, do as I have done. If you want to become great, which I don't, I, don't, I don't know if anybody in this room doesn't want to become great in some aspect of their life, you first start with servanthood. You insert potential and kinetic energy at the same time. And then you propel yourself. The greatest way to put your life into motion is to begin to serve someone else. Adversity is opportunity. And we allow that to do the work. But sometimes we've got to insert ourselves into those stretchable moments to expand our capacity as a human being, as a faith-filled, spirit-filled individual, because that's what we're designed to do. We're not just designed to sit and pray. We're designed to go into motion and let it happen and watch people come alongside of us and go into motion as well. That's when a movement happens. You are a people of motion. There is potential for kinetic power, explosive booms to happen in your life. Allow it to happen in your life. So why are we having this conversation about expanding our capacity? It's because we're starting on a, a series this, this week called CORE. About three-quarters of a century ago, they believed that the atom was the smallest particle. Wait a second. But it wasn't. What did they do? They split that booger up and boom! Something happened. And now we have nuclear fission and fusion and fission. Amazing. We have the Hydron Collider. It's just awesome. What you think about yourself, if you just allow yourself to be cut open, boom, things happen. We have a, an opportunity. We, as Wapak Naz, you, as a part of that, you, if you've just entered these doors today for the very first time, or you who have been a part of this body since Jesus was three. We have an opportunity. You have an opportunity to put yourself in a situation that you are now expanding. We have a leader who at one point be gone for 12 months. There's no going back to 2016 or PM, previous Matthew. We're going to go forward. The only way we go forward 
is if you insert potential energy into you and you allow that to become motion. Not only in this place, but outside of this place. In your workplace, in your community, in Walmart, in your neighborhood. That's how we do it. Let's adhere to our practice and our value <laughs> of service. So, we're going to pray. And I'm going to ask you to stand. And uh, we'll symbolically move in that direction. Have your rubber band in your hands while we're praying, if you don't mind. <laughs> Holy Spirit, we, we acknowledge you. We want to say thank you that your presence was all over this gathering from the harmonica to the announcement to the worship to the laughter and the rubber bands to it all you were center Jesus thank you for your life thank you for sacrificing yourself thank you for showing us that there's a new way to be human We just got to look to you to learn that way. There's also a way to live and love in our world on another level. And that's in relationship with you, God. Father, may this group of people and those listening online and those who have just entered these doors today may they realize that the way to move forward is to first bend our knee and be servant of all servant of those in front of us not servant of self servant of self does not expand our capacity does not grow us does not insert any potential energy and does not allow kinetic to happen but servanthood Man, that's explosive. That's dynamic. And I pray and I ask that all of us, young and old, that we serve first. We serve you first. And we serve those around us. It is in your name, Jesus Christ, that we ask these things today. Amen. Now I'd like for you to take your, your rubber band and on three, I'm going to ask that you do your best to hit me with it. Now, I just want to let you know, I, I, Julie asked me earlier, are we going to get to shoot you today? And I said, yes, you will. And then I told her a story. I was reminded of a story when I had somebody planted in the back of the sanctuary with a Nerf gun. And I asked them, right at this point in the sermon, I want you to shoot me. Just let them fly. And the first one hit me right in the groin. <laughs> so I was like, all right, let's do it. So, holy moly, do I need eyewear? Hey, man, will you be servants of each other? Let it fly. One, two, three, go. 
Oh, oh, oh. All right. Somebody hit me in the ear. I love it. Hey, we love you guys. We really, really love you. We've been praying for you. May you love the Lord your God with all your heart, your mind, your soul, and your strength. And will you please, please, please love your neighbor as yourself. Have a wonderful Sunday. Let it fly, man. Thank you for listening to the Wapak Naz podcast. We hope you are moved deeply to step into God and the hope and future he has for you. And that you are moved to be salt, light, and yeast in your community and to love people to Jesus.